Hi, this is Dave of The Fatalist Podcast, and you're listening to another episode of Take 5. During the past two years, I'm sure it's become evident that Wayne and I grew up in different generations, and as science fiction fans, our experiences with the Star Trek franchise contain some gaps. I grew up with the original Star Trek of Captain James Tiberius Kirk, Dr. Leonard McCoy, and Vulcan First Officer Spock, and while he's certainly well-versed in that universe, his primary captain sounds more like a Shakespearean actor performing Macbeth than an officer assigned to lead a Starfleet vessel on dangerous missions. I know it's hard to believe, but I only just got around to watching the pilot episode for Star Trek The Next Generation, Encounter at Farpoint Part 1, whose air date of September 28, 1987, occurred almost 27 years ago. So how come I never watched it before? Can't really say. Before I give you my first impressions, understand I've made a point of not reading anything related to the episode, you know me, Mr. Spoiler Free, And I understand technology has changed vastly during the past three decades, but I suppose the first thing that strikes me outside of the simplicity of the primary set of the USS Enterprise's bridge is the acting. Patrick Stewart, portraying Captain Jean-Luc Picard, imparts virtually every one of his lines as if he's on stage, and even when he attempts a bit of restraint, he comes across as overacting. In fact, comparatively speaking, when looking at contemporary television, the acting's not very good. And what's with some of the female uniform miniskirts? I understand the original Star Trek. That was the 60s. And did I see one of the male crew members wearing a dress? All right, let's take a look at the plot. A completely reasonable tale of the USS Enterprise's maiden voyage to a remote outpost that's come up with an astonishing way of generating power. Having to deal with civilians on board is reminiscent of the dilemma faced by Admiral William Adama in Battlestar Galactica. Suddenly, an omnipresent alien presence takes control of the ship and its crew, putting the human race on trial for crimes against the universe with Picard as its representative. All right, interesting plot twist. But for a show that I thought was trying to look at serious issues, I don't really know what to make of the plot. And since I've gone on record multiple times about being anti-spoiler, I'll leave it to you to discover the storyline on your own. Suffice it to say, the godlike figure Q was just downright silly. So by the end of the two-part pilot, did did I mention it's a two-part pilot? I sort of like Picard, overacting and all. His number one, Riker, seems a bit, I don't know. uh, And I know it was the 80s, and Counselor Troy is supposed to be attractive and sexy. Her uniform is certainly about as short as you can get, but I'm not buying her. Her accent annoys me, and maybe I would have bought it in 1987, but not now. Now, the fact that she can essentially read emotions is a cool touch, as is the fact that the Enterprise has been integrated, species-wise as well as race and gender. Tasha Yor reminds me of the Human League's Susan Ann Sully, though most of you are probably too young to even know the Human League. I'm not ready to write off continuing with the series, but I'm not sure how well it holds up nearly 30 years later. And I'm told by a lot of people whose opinions I respect that it gets better, much better, so there is that. And now I come full circle to the state of genre television in 2014. I'm currently watching the CW's new show, The 100, which four episodes into its first season, and I can't tell you how many serious sci-fi fans I've heard dismiss the show out of hand. And I can only presume it's because it's a CW show that features a lot of extremely attractive young people. But when you stack up what's been covered in the first four episodes of The 100 against an absurd trial in SNG, the kids win. Shatner's Star Trek broke new ground, and I'm sure next-gen lovers will tell me I'm way off base, and maybe I am. But when I picked up 1997's Stargate SG-1, 1999's Farscape, 
and 2000 Andromeda, I was drawn in immediately and consumed each series in its entirety. And this was with a 21st century sensibility, since I missed each of those first time around. Star Trek Next Generation? I'm going to continue, but to be honest, I'm going to have to force myself. Next up, the pilot for Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Take 5. Wayne and I will return soon with another episode of Fatalist.